Hello, friends, and welcome to Virtual Strangers 26. Roots, is it a half a year already? It's been a half a year, man. Yeah. Six months. Six months of bringing you the best in VR news, reviews, and opinions. The only opinions that count. My opinion and my good friend, Roots. Roots, how's life been treating you? Ah, it's great. Just finished my birthday. I uh, brought my um, my daughter's boyfriend into uh, VR for the first time, and he was a champ. He did uh, Gunheart. He did. I mean, I, I threw him into every game that once I realized he wasn't going to get sick, I threw him into a lot of cool games. In Death, uh, let's see what else? Rec Room, um, just anything I could think of that was cool. And he loved every game I put him in. So that was really cool. Was his first experience? Yeah, he'd never been in VR before, and he was blown away. So That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll have another convert for the holidays this year, huh? Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Well, let me be the uh, first, or I guess last, as it were, person to wish you a happy 30th birthday. Oh, yeah, and, uh, thank you, man. Damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long 30 years. It sure has. Anyway, let's uh, let's get to it here. We have a, a long, long list of stuff to get here, get to here today. Um, it's that week again. It's that VR week of the year. Uh, the way that flat gamers look at E3, it's kind of the way VR gamers look at this week. And I'm talking, of course, about Oculus Connect Six. Oculus Connect 6 is coming up this next week, Wednesday and Thursday, uh, in, uh, I believe, is it San Jose, California? doesn't matter. Nobody's going. The people that are going are already on their way there, and, uh, and those of us who are lucky enough to catch it from home, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. Roots, I'm excited. Uh, I, I did the rough outline like I always do uh, a couple days ago. I got in there earlier today, started filling in some of the notes for this week's program, and as I go down the line and I start thinking about all the things that we might hear about at this year's Oculus Connect 6, I just get more and more and more hyped. Where's your hype level at for this thing? Uh, pretty high, actually, because I was going down that same list, and I um, I was even pulling some trailers, and I'm like, my lord, there's some good stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I was just really, I mean, one game that I was really blown away, and every time I look at um, is, is Asgard's Wrath, and I just, uh, I know we've talked about it quite a bit on the show, and it's it's taken forever, but everything about this game looks so polished. And um, it's got a little shark guy, and uh, <laughs> anytime there's a little shark guy, Roots is happy. I just everything about it, man. I'm just really, really looking forward to this game, um, and uh, it's just amazing. Yeah, I think it's interesting that the the first place that you go with it when we talk about Oculus Connect Six is software, because mm -hmm. I, I do believe that that's going to be the main drive this year, the main focus. For Oculus is going to be on their software and building up their library. Uh, you know, I, I got thinking. I got thinking about Oculus Connect Six and how on earth are they going to follow Oculus Connect Five? Just for a moment, think back to a year ago. The way 
the, the state of VR one year ago today, um, it was Sony's year. At this point, there was a new PSVR announcement literally weekly at this time every, uh, at this time last year, and uh, virtually nothing going on outside of PlayStation VR. Um, VR, de VR is dead uh, was a meme that we were talking about at least once a week. Someone was saying this. Everybody's super defensive about it. When some mid-level YouTuber would say it, it would make headlines in the VR community because everyone was so defensive. And uh, and the reason why was because there just really wasn't much going on with VR. Then came Oculus Connect 5. Then came the announcement of Oculus Quest. And like Quest or hate Quest, ever since that announcement, it has been uphill for the whole of VR ever since then. And whereas last year was Sony's year, this year has most definitely been an Oculus year. They're running away with it. It's not even close. This is an Oculus year. Um, we've got new hardware from literally every uh, major manufacturer this year. Uh, refresh, not Gen 2, hardware refresh. But um, So I'm thinking to myself, how does Oculus follow this? Obviously, they, they put out a new PC VR headset this year. They put out the first ever 6 off standalone this year. They're not going to be releasing new hardware again this year or probably even next year. So that where do, what does that leave? That leaves software. We've got new hardware. Now we have to build the library for this new hardware. And I think that this year's OC6 is going to be very very software centric and I think that first and foremost among these titles that they're going to be featuring of course is that long-awaited respawn entertainment uh, first-person shooter game that we were promised some two years ago at our mm -hmm. oculus connect 4 um, we don't know a lot about this title roots we know that respawn has brought us high-level flat games like Titanfall and Apex Legends. We know back at Oculus Connect 4 that this game was targeted for 2019, which is ticking down rather quickly. Um, they're claiming that this is going to be the first ever AAA level VR first-person shooter. So, Roots, um, a lot of people are speculating that this is probably going to be uh, a, a more of a simulation type shooter than you know a lot of the shooters we get in VR are science fiction type things people don't think that this is the direction that respawns going to take it they think that this may be a World War two or a Vietnam era uh, combat simulation uh, if the quality is where it needs to be and there's a a, a, a lengthy story campaign to this game um are you going to be hot for it or are you looking forward to it oh yeah I'm, I'm looking for some type of game like this and have for since i came into vr um you know one thing that i would note about um the situation you were talking about before about what was going on a year before um the devs were even salty about vr a year ago they were quick to defend you know if you 
tried to link them to VR, they were quick to say, no, wait a minute, we're not doing VR. Don't put us in that box. Um, now a lot of devs are, or most devs are way open to it, talking about it like, oh yeah, we've been involved, you know, interested forever. Um, it's just they're jumping on the bandwagon. I just think that the Quest was the, the deal breaker, you know, it was one more console-like, like the PlayStation VR wasn't enough to get everybody um, behind it uh, developer-wise, but now you've got two big dogs that are, are pushing um, sales like crazy and uh and it's just getting it's getting better and better i think this game is going to be phenomenal and, and i'm i'm i you know we don't know much about it but we know about the developers and we know that as they put more and more money into it they just keep blowing us away and um i don't think that this is going to be like you know at some point we have to get a game or get to an experience where it's like oh we're not let down at all we're just blown away and i keep looking at Stormland, Asgard's Wrath, um, the ones with the big studios, the big money behind it, and man, they just look phenomenal. And uh, um, I think this is the year. I think 2019, 2020 is the year software convinces people that VR is um, where it's at, and we see a mass adoption after um, the next year to year and a half, um, if it not even sooner. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, the The tides have already turned. Uh, Oculus Quest, as you mentioned, 100% the announcement of Quest was the catalyst. And uh, rising tides raise all, all ships, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, this Respawn title in particular, um, again, we don't know much about it this week, but tune in next week because we most certainly will. Oculus is going to be unveiling that. Uh, this week it's going to be playable at OC6 so we're going to get a hear from all those who are in attendance maybe even Anthony might get to play this title Zim and, talk uh, yeah I know Zim's yeah. there yeah a lot lots of people are going to be there and uh, we're going to know a lot more about this title and I would imagine uh, a lot more we're going to get more information not only about you know you mentioned Stormlands in, in Asgard's Wrath, we've known that these are coming. We've uh, known that they've been targeted for 2019. Uh, very likely we could get some uh, release dates for those titles at OC6. Uh, but what else? We've got Phantom Covert Ops, uh, the uh, stealth game that was recently announced to be coming from Oculus Studios. Population One has been notorious by its absence from the news this last few months uh it was said to be close to ready last time we heard anything about it and that's been a few months now so uh very likely we could hear something about population one this week and um then, then we go into the realm of things we don't know about ubisoft we've reported on this uh channel many times how strong the rumors are of an alliance between Oculus and Ubisoft. And just a couple weeks ago, Ubisoft announced that they are indeed working on a, uh, a VR title for one of their uh, big IPs. And uh, it, it lends a lot of credence to the rumor that they have this alliance with Oculus. And if that seems to be the case, we're going to hear about it most likely this week. Um, 
there have been rumors about a, an alliance between Oculus and Microsoft, uh, something that goes in hand in hand with these uh, partnerships with big devs like Ubisoft. If that's true, we will know this week. That's not something that they're just going to sit on. Uh, Oculus generally spills their beans pretty well when they have Oculus Connect. Um, yeah, so th there's a whole bevy of rumors and confirmed titles that we're going to get some information about this week. And by this time next week on Virtual Strangers 27, we're going to have a lot better uh, picture of where VR and especially PC VR is going to be heading within the next 12 months. Um, now when it comes to hardware, they're going to talk about hardware. Don't, don't get me wrong. Just because they're not going to be announcing a new hardware product doesn't mean that they're not going to talk about hardware. They always, uh, they always have these interesting talks about Facebook research labs. So I imagine we're going to hear some, uh, some stuff about, uh, eye tracking and foveated rendering like, like we did last year. We're going to hear uh, more about this realistic avatar software that they've been developing. Possibly could hear something about 5G cloud streaming um, and so on and so forth. Roots, is there anything that you're, um, any particular hardware related news that you're keeping in, uh, an eye out for? Something that you're particularly interested in that you're going to be watching for this year? Uh, from Oculus? No. One thing I wish that I could um, see, which I won't see because of this product we're showing right here. Um, I'd like a wireless adapter. I, I don't know why we don't have one yet. It makes no sense to me outside of not wanting to step on the Quest toes, but um, just because someone doesn't have hardware to run a um, you know, a PC version doesn't mean I should be penalized and not be able to go wireless. You know, it's really the only thing that uh, HTC has, um, you know, like MameFam was even saying for the Cosmos, you know, that's a reason to buy it. And he's right. You know, that is one reason to buy the Cosmos because you can't get wireless on the uh, on the Oculus Rift S or Rift um, unless you go the whatever that product is. I don't even know um, with all that weirdness. I just want to I just want a wireless adapter from Oculus. Let me you know, dance around and play Dance Central without wires and, and untethered. The Roots' dream will be, uh, it's not my dream, but yeah, I, I, I want to be un, I want to be untethered. So. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because while sure it's possible that they could announce such hardware uh, at OC6 this week, uh, there's actually rumors that there is going to be an announcement of PC streaming support. For Oculus Quest. Mm. Now, this could be a move by Oculus to uh, to counteract, you know, Vive Cosmos, which is coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, obviously, they're touting their wireless solution, even though, you know, you, it's an adapter. You've got to buy and add on to their uh, to the hardware that you're already paying for. Um, we know that Oculus Quest is capable. Of streaming from PC, the sideload community has shown us this by streaming Steam VR on it. And sure, there's some latency, but uh, I imagine a, a native solution coming from Oculus 
uh, and the very, very talented people that work there, I imagine will work even better than the side-loaded virtual desktop solution that uh, that the sideload community has been using for months now at this point. Uh, Roots, let's say Oculus announces, uh, announces this functionality and that it's true what people have been saying, that this is going to be a software-based thing. You're not going to have to buy an adapter. You're going to be able to download software onto your Quest, onto your PC, and all you're going to need is a good 5 gigahertz router. And you're going to be able to stream stuff from your Oculus Rift library into the Quest and play it with minimal latency. Is that enough to, uh, to, to finally persuade you to go out there and drop the four bills and pick up the Oculus Quest? Uh, well, see, it's going to be five bills for me because I, I have to get the extra uh, space. I just have My to. My bad. <laughs> but... Um, but not, I don't know if that would draw me in. I mean, it'd be it'd be nice, but see, I mean, it, everything I can play um, on the Quest, I can play on my Rift. So, um, you know, again, aside from wireless, I mean, I guess, but see, I don't know, would the fidelity be the same or um, would I be limited as far as, like, which games I could play? Uh, would it be more, like, minimal graphic-wise, that type of stuff? Or, you know, um, if you could play everything and it would run just as good, um, yeah, I guess there'd be a lot, you know, open your library up. You know, that's one of the biggest things that sucks about uh, uh, Quest is they're so weird about their their games. There's so many good games that could be on there right now. They won't let on there for whatever reasons we discussed in the past. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I would imagine there would be no graphical compromises made. This is a uh, the the graphical power is all coming from your pc the yeah. only question with the thing would be latency yeah if the latency uh, worked great then absolutely yeah hell yeah i could play just about anything but my question is why would the quest want to do that then you know now i don't have to um or oculus why well, i don't have to buy those games on quest because i can just sideload all the every game i've got on my rift you know um i don't know the devs would definitely lose out wouldn't they no, absolutely not, because all of the sudden, uh, not only are, are people buying more apps in the Rift Store instead of buying them in Steam VR like they've been doing for the past couple of years, but, uh, you know, the majority of the people who have quests, uh, they don't have PCs that are capable of running VR anyway. So uh, most of the people, even if they do implement something like this, it's still going to be four out of five people that are buying Quest are buying it as a standalone. So I, I don't think it would uh, impact that at all. And uh, I think the reason why is just what you said a moment ago. People want a wireless solution. And uh, Vive Cosmos is promising it. And uh, I think that uh, if Oculus has the technology, I mean, people are doing it anyway, right? People are sideloading it. They're doing it anyway. So why not siphon off some of that... Uh, business that's going to steam vr right now and bring it back over to the oculus side i think it makes a lot of sense yeah i still think at this point at least from comfort wise i'd i'd prefer a wireless adapter for the rift ass you know um just but although you did say the oculus quest um quest you played angry birds for like two hours straight and didn't feel like you wanted to quit you know so that's 
a testament to all the the VR covers and all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's a hundred percent VR cover, and it's getting the right fit with your straps. It's hard to get that thing in just right. It's easy to put it on too tight and not realize mm. it until it starts to 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 really wear on you. But when you get it really dialed in, uh, yeah, you're right. I've played. I played completely through Angry Birds this week. I played all four of the regular levels. I played both of the the spooky levels. Uh, uh, in that first session, I spent over two hours in it, and uh, I just quit because I had something else to do. It wasn't because it was uncomfortable. Uh, so, so yeah, the, there are comfort solutions coming for it. I, I just think that it's great the way that they're supporting this uh, product, and... Uh, Maybe not this year, maybe not next year, but who knows? Uh, in a couple of years, uh, Oculus may be on the level of Sony and may surpass Sony for the number one uh, spot in VR. But uh, we're getting a little sidetracked here. This just another uh, thing that has been rumored to be announced at OC6. So there you have it, folks. I mean, We've got handfuls of software uh, that we know are coming that we're going to get more info on. We've got a bunch more rumors, software-related and hardware-related. What do you think that we're going to hear at OC6? What do you want to hear uh, come out of OC6? Leave a comment down below and let's talk about it. Um, So we all want to be there, right? These uh, keynote addresses always seem to be super awesome events uh i watch it every year i want to be there uh last year i remember tweeting into the uh the youtube feed why not in vr why am i not front and center right now with my headset on well they heard us folks this year you're going to be able to watch this event live in vr and which headset you're using is going to determine the method that you want to go about this if you have an oculus quest or an oculus go you can watch the keynote from both day one and day two live via oculus venues uh all you have to do is uh log into your oculus account and uh subscribe to it and uh you'll you you'll have access you'll just go i've never used venues before but from what I hear, it's it's fairly simple process. You just go in there and choose what you want to watch, and and you're right there in a virtual arena, watching the event in 3D. Um, wonderful. So, so let's say you don't have those headsets and you want to watch it. Well, uh, big screen, big screen is going to be broadcasting uh, again both keynotes, day one, day two. Day one is going to be all the uh, the major announcements. Uh, are going to happen during the day one keynote and day two are more of the um, uh, the talks from high profile oculus uh, people like uh, Carmack for example his annual talk will come during the day two keynote uh, you can find out more details about the events and the schedule online uh, but if you are interested in watching these events in VR as I am uh, you can definitely do so via either Oculus Venues or Big Screen. All right, uh, so 
that's going to wrap up our preview of oculus connect 6 it's going to be a big week for vr and it's not just because of oc6 there's more stuff this week folks just this past week sony announced that the third state of play is going to take place the day before oculus uh oc5 it's going to take place on tuesday the 24th of september 4 p.m eastern standard time and this time it's going to run for 20 minutes uh last time it only ran for 10 double the uh the length this time uh they're promising us a new format and uh maybe even a host most likely sid schumann but uh could be anyone i guess um it is said to include quote new game reveals new content from playstation's worldwide studios and a host of other updates roots the first state of play um jam-packed so full of vr news that the flat gamers nearly rioted over it they were so pissed that it was all pretty much all vr stuff so this last one uh you know just 10 minutes but all flat stuff pretty much uh no vr uh sony's kind of playing this up to be a, a bigger event this time do you think we're going to see any vr stuff absolutely everything you just said before uh this year's is different you know like everybody has a different mentality sony is is definitely uh um in the game when it comes to vr and uh they're definitely um leading it really at this point so i'd be surprised if there is no vr i'd be surprised if it's not 50 50 at this point um to be honest well i do expect some vr i don't expect quite that much vr and the reason why gotta be optimistic be <laughs> right 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 <laughs> wish wish it a new existence yeah let's do it uh, no, the reason why I know, I know that that's not going to be the case is because this very same day, uh, September 24th, Tuesday, uh, Naughty Dog is holding a closed media event for select invited members of the media to come and check out The Last of Us 2. And uh, this is a probably the single most highly anticipated flat game uh, out there right now they, they've been this has been in development for years i i'm like pumped for this game and i don't even play flat games but i played the first uh the last of us i played it all the way through and beat it masterpiece of a game i'm 100 going to play this one as soon as it comes out uh so we imagine that uh the last of us part two is going to be the centerpiece of the state of play we're gonna we're gonna find out some more information about this game hopefully we're gonna get a, a release date for it uh, maybe they'll announce some details uh, not only about the gameplay modes but it may be about some of the different additions that are going to launch when this thing comes out uh, I, I expect at least a third of the uh, 20 minutes probably seven or eight minutes to be devoted just to the last of us two mm. um that said there's a lot of psvr stuff that we could learn about specifically iron man vr you know this is the one that they uh that they were really pushing back at e3 this is the 
really the only big, uh, big, you know, AAA quality VR title that we know of that's coming from Sony right now. Uh, so we may get a release date for this, maybe some more gameplay footage. Uh, but the, the fact that this is the only big game that we know about coming for PSVR just tells me that there are announcements to be made and this week could very well be it. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I'm hoping for some announcements. I want to hear about, uh, like the date for Iron Man or even a window for the date for Iron Man, maybe some more, like you said, game footage, um, and the last of us too if you, when you play that would you play it in your headset on the big on a screen or would you um just play it regular on tv i'd certainly uh try it I, you know i haven't played any flat games in my headset i don't really know uh you know the the, the psvr headset's not as uh on the level of clarity of the, as the uh the new oculus headsets uh so i don't know now, maybe is there a way for me to stream it through my PC capture card? I, I don't know. I've, I haven't really messed with that stuff too much lately. But, um, yeah, I'm not opposed to it, especially if I could get some kind of 3D mode or something going on. But I guess that's more in the realm of PC games than it is a console. But uh, 100% I'm going to be playing it, and uh, I very well could play it in the... Uh, in the headset do you do you flat game in your headsets uh i've tried a little bit but not as much as like alex or Gorilla or anything uh you know even outside of vorpex i know that they've done it uh, you know my mindset is um is comfort and usually if i'm playing a flat game maybe i'm streaming or uh or i just don't feel like wearing the headset at that point and that's why i'm playing a, a flat game so um but I was just thinking as I was watching that Last of Us 2 footage um, that could easily be in VR. And the only difference would be you would need to be able to look around and see the environment. But everything you're seeing, we're crawling around, going up those cars, doing all that stuff. All of that could be done in VR. The only difference is you, you know, aside from the way it looked, you know, obviously the bow and arrow, using the bow and arrow movements and so forth. But even if it was just the game and i pushed the button to shoot the arrow i know a lot of people would bitch and say oh this is an authentic bow and arrow i just want it to be in vr that would be so cool and it i don't think it would be that hard anymore for them to do it but really in my mind there's no no reason not to um even if it's six months down the road throw it out there in vr and resell it again full price i'll buy it yeah, dude, The Last of Us in VR would be the greatest game of all time. That game is so good. The storytelling, the the, the voice acting, the the graphics, the, the everything about it is is perfect. It's a great, great game. And if that were to ever come to VR, uh, man, would that be so good. Uh, and, and yeah, what you're saying is absolutely correct. Resident Evil Seven, a hundred percent gamepad game, uh, awesome, awesome in VR. It's about the immersion, and uh, and seventy five percent of the immersion from VR comes from the three D visuals, the three sixty world around you. So if you've got the visuals and the sound, you've got most of the experience. You don't have to stand up and pantomime what the game character is doing to feel like you're a part of the world. Well, especially if you take the the opposite, you know, if you take into consideration 
you know because and this is what gets me about people and i love people but sometimes they just baffle me um they bitch because they say okay well i want my hands in vr and i want to do this i don't want it up play it on a gamepad but your other option is to play it on a gamepad on a flat screen right so like just suck it up and get in vr and enjoy the gamepad enjoy it for what it is and maybe the last of us three will be you know full locomotion with you know touch controllers even though i i don't think we'll see last of us two um or you know rather playstation moves i i, I think you've said it before um, with that game, it may be the graphics being too good for the current hardware of PlayStation, um, for the vanilla at least. Well, that, that's a good thing. Uh, the life cycle is winding down for PlayStation 4, but PSVR carries on because mm -hmm. we've already been promised backward compatibility through the next-gen hardware day one, so... Uh, uh, good riddance, PS4. I can't wait to get my PS5. Mm. There's rumors now, actually, that they're going to launch with uh, two models of PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5 Pro is rumored to launch concurrently with PlayStation mm. 5. So I'm sure it'll be expensive as all fuck, but uh, awesome. I I'm all for it. What do you think about a possible announcement not on a date? per se of the I mean that is hardware that they could announce as well at this Sony state of play um, we, or is it only software for the state of play that they have come out and said definitively that there will be no PS5 news mm. at this state of play so yeah so they're yeah. doing damage control saying whoa 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 just make sure that you're not expecting this because I know you're probably going to freak out somebody yeah, they know how uh, what happens when hype hype levels get too high so uh that they just nipped that one right in the bud immediately. Mm. It's like I went to a football game last year, and and they literally had somebody standing next to the sign that says to tie your shoelaces, telling you verbally to tie your shoelaces. We're getting to that point, people. We're we're entering idiocracy, and uh, we're zooming fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, uh, so. A big week, right? I mean, we've got OC6 coming up. It's going to be all about the games. And, and let's be honest. I mean, look at the, the focus of our channel. It's about the games, people. Sure, the hardware's nice, but the hardware would be nothing to me if it weren't for the awesome games. And that's what the drive is going to be, for, at least for the next six months in our industry. It's going to be all about the games. And... uh OC6, I believe, is going to reflect that. I think to some extent, Sony's state of play is going to, going to reflect that. And uh, to kick off this awesome week talking about VR games, we're going to get some more information on Pistol Whip on Monday. So the day before state of play, <laughs> uh, Cloudhead Games is planning to premiere the first full trailer for its upcoming VR game, Pistol Whip. Uh, Monday, September 23rd, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to see some more gameplay. We're going to see the uh, first full-length trailer. And then you can go to Upload VR. Uh, at some point in the day after that, Upload VR is going to have an exclusive interview with uh, some of the developers at Cloudhead uh, as the company offers its first detailed look at Pistol Whip since E3. Uh, Roots, 
coming out of E3, I was shocked at people's uh, response to Pistol Whip. I see this here, and I see Super Hot. I see Autica. I see a little Beat Blaster. Uh, I see a lot of potential here. I think that this is a sleeper title for Game of the Year, and people were just kind of underwhelmed with this. And uh, again, it, it kind of shocked me. What What did you think about Pistol Whip? And is this something on the on the top of your and most anticipated list the way it is for me? Oh yeah, hell yeah! It looks badass. Like you said, it looks like a combination between all those games that I love already. Um, I think. I don't know what the problem is. I think part part of it is it doesn't visually look that good from the video. And so people, some people just don't like, I've played so many games in VR that I can usually look at something and say, okay, this is probably 99% going to look good in VR. The mechanics, uh, the ducking, the, I mean, it looks like it's fast paced. It looks amazing to me. Um, you know, maybe it was other stuff that was being announced kind of overshadowed this. So um they didn't really look at it what you know close enough but uh yeah i thought uh this game looked really amazing and i'm looking forward to it yeah such a unique art style it looks beautiful uh i don't think it's intended to look realistic and i, I don't know when the vr community became such graphics source to tell you the truth i mean it wasn't a year ago a year and a half ago that it was a tagline in the community that graphics aren't everything that it's about the gameplay and the immersion but now all of a sudden we've kind of all reverted back to our flat gamer tendencies mm. and judging every game by what the trailer looks like. And I think, especially in the case of this game, that's a big mistake. Yeah, people don't know what they want anymore. That's the problem. When it's hot, they want, it's too hot. They want it to be cold, and then it's too cold. And, you know, I mean, with the games, it's it's very bizarre you know like it just keeps getting weirder like the big weirdest thing i heard this last year was when people were saying oh defectors only twenty dollars that's too cheap <laughs> and i was like what like at, at some point i just uh, i think you know society's losing it and we just need to roll with it but uh um yeah i don't know it's weird yeah i i just wanted to mention this one uh just as kind of the cherry on top of the ice cream hot fudge sundae that is this coming week in VR. Uh, you know, a lot of what we've said thus far in the show has been speculation, but there's one thing we know for sure, and that's we're going to find out a lot more about A, the respawn title, and B, Pistol Whip. And uh, both of those games are, are firmly within my top 10 most anticipated VR games going forward so uh probably you know pistol whips right up there for me man i think this is going to be an awesome experience i think it's going to be its own genre i think it's going to be an original game and i think a lot of people are going to be surprised at how good it is yeah i agree all right so that's enough uh speculation about the uh the week ahead come back next week to uh, virtual strangers 27 and we'll see how close we were Obviously, all of this stuff isn't going to come to pass, but I guarantee you a good amount of it will. We're going to be able to root out uh, the false rumors from the true, and we're going to know a lot more about the state of VR one week from the day, so be sure to tune in for that discussion. All right, so moving on from this awesome 
uh, upcoming week of VR news on to some cold hard news from this past week. Uh, and first of all, let's talk a little bit, just a minute, about Blood and Truth. Uh, I've already proclaimed this as uh, the front runner uh, for my game of the year, but uh, I don't know if it will remain so through this next week or not. But uh, uh, we got a second big DLC drop for Blood and Truth. Totally unexpected this time. We knew the first one was coming. We did not know this one was coming. And uh, fairly sizable content increase here. Um, drop this past Wednesday, September 17th, includes five new skeet-based shooting challenges that are PSVR AIM compatible. So they're bringing the AIM controller in now, uh, but it's for a special mode. All uh, scoring-based, shooting-based uh, challenge modes. In addition to that, they're adding in the hard difficulty level and um, you can use the hard level uh, by playing standalone missions that you've already beaten or you can go back into the new game plus play through the entire game on the hard difficulty and get a special achievement uh, for it uh, roots do you think that the addition of aim controller support is going to mean that they're working on aim support for the entire game. I hope so, because if they don't, I don't see the point. Like, you know, I'm not running in there to play skeet shooting. Um, you know, like the whole draw, like we've said before, man, I, I will buy a game to play a game through with with uh, the aim controller, or it could be something that I'm like, yeah, I, I have this on PC, but I want to play it again. On PlayStation because of the aim um, it's a draw but not to skate shoot that just seems really bizarre so I would be very surprised if um, if they did that you know well I will say this about the those skate challenges uh, this ain't duck hunt this isn't this isn't you going out into a grassy field and, and shooting uh, skeet these are very um, you I, I didn't take notes on these gameplay modes but they're very unique challenge modes that involve moving targets uh i think you're going to be surprised at how fun this actually is and by the way i'm going to go ahead and spoil it now tune in tomorrow on the monday show and roots and i are going to be talking about blood and truth and the update i don't know if he's going to pick up his campaign and go on from there or if he's going to uh try some of the new content out but i know for certain that i'm going to be trying out some of the aim controller stuff so tune in tomorrow for our impressions on that um hard level uh a welcome addition for me i mean the game wasn't easy to start with but i didn't struggle to uh to beat this game uh what about you roots do you think uh Hard level, is that something that you're looking forward to trying out, or is that uh, far off in the future for you? No, I want to try it. I'll try it. Even if I try it on a, a level or two, um, I will try it just to see. Um, like you said, you can do it on past levels. That's pretty cool, actually, because, you know, I don't necessarily want to go through the entire game. Um, I want to beat the game. I haven't beat the game yet. Like you were saying the other day, you can, you know, I'm so surprised at all the games you haven't been in, and you 
are constantly surprised at all the games that I haven't finished because this was like your top. You're like, I couldn't stop playing. Um, I get easily distracted. I get into other games and then um, it becomes a backlog game. And so it's kind of cool that we're going to go back on the Monday show and check it out. Um, so I definitely yeah. will check that out. I will definitely check out the skeet shooting, um, even if it is with the aim. But my point was just like, you know, if it's there, yeah, sure, somebody's going to grab the aim controller and they might try it. But unless it's the full game, I just don't see it being a draw per se. It'll just be an addition and it'll be cool. But I would be very surprised if that's where they leave it. That It just seems weird to me to, have, to even bring it in unless you're bringing it in for the game or at minimum a few, you know, certain missions. I could see that, which would suck. But to just do shooting practice as cool as it is um i just would really be bizarre to me yeah i agree i don't i don't think it's going to stop with the uh the skeet challenges uh, i think that they could uh uh with a fair amount of work uh redo the game to support aim controller much the way that uh, uh arizona sunshine did in implementing the two-handed weapons if you want to play that through that with the aim controller, you can. I think that Blood and Truth could do the same thing. At the very least, they could, uh, much like Arizona Sunshine did, add a, uh, a DLC chapter. You know, some other kind of uh, story. You know, paid DLC, uh, hour, two hour long uh, campaign mission to play through with the aim controller. That very well could be what they're doing as well. I think either way, it would sell copies of their game uh, even more so than what they already have. Yeah, I agree. Because the aim's so, I mean, the tracking's just so good, so spot on. And, uh, um, you know, I, I just, most of the games, I, the move controllers are, are good, but, you know, I'm always going to want to use a joystick. So once they solve that problem, that solves a lot. Until then, uh, let me use the aim and I will love you forever. Oh. Well, th well, this this happens to be one of those titles where the lack of a joystick, not such a big deal because of True. the way the movement is. Yeah, you're uh, right, and that is one of the things that uh, I forget about this game is it is no denode, so you're not really. Um, it takes that whole thing away from you, so that's probably the best case scenario for the moves. Yeah, this is a, a an outstanding game, and I think that. Uh, when you get in there tomorrow and, and, and check it out, you're going to remember just how yeah. good this game is. This is a fucking awesome game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it already. I might actually not go to bed tonight, and I just might play some of this tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm considering it myself. Yeah. Um, speaking of awesome PlayStation VR games, let's talk about another PSVR exclusive, uh, Intruders Hide and Seek. This is a game, uh, it's a stealth uh, story-driven stealth game. Roots and I both played and played it completely through and reviewed on the channel, what, a month ago, two months ago, something mm -hmm. like that. Anyway, uh, a game that at first seems very tedious, somewhat frustrating, but as the story unfolds, it hooks you. And, uh, it, I mean, up at this point, it's one of my favorite games I've played through this year. Uh, I don't know about you, Roots, but uh, we found out this week, uh, Tessera Studios announced that this game is coming to Steam. When? Next week. Oh, just God. a couple of days. Uh, this game's coming out on Steam, 
and uh, I'm super excited for that. This is an award-winning uh, game. One of the best uh, instances of storytelling that I've ever experienced in VR, and I'm excited to see what the PC VR community has to say about this. Roots, how do you think that Intruders is going to be received by PC VR? I think people will like it. Now, you know, people are looking for a good stealth game, and this is this is a good one. It's kind of like uh, Republic, or you know, like it's a. This is even the story on this is just so good. Um, I'd love to play through it again on PC, and hopefully the devs uh, see this and they feel generous enough to give us another key for the PC version because they gave us the key for Intruders, and uh, it was like you said, one of my favorite games on PlayStation this year, and um, I'd like to uh, to compare it so yeah uh, yeah i agree i was actually planning on sending them uh an, an email request for it because uh they were kind enough to uh let us uh review this game on on playstation vr and they seem to be very appreciative of our coverage uh so yeah why not why, let's play it again uh, i'm interested to see how enjoyable it is uh knowing the story going in because yeah. i mean this game was hundred percent about the story and uh now we kind of know what's going to happen i wonder if the uh stealth element is going to hold up or is uh with the story stripped away is it just going to be frustration but uh the the biggest flaw with the game w was probably graphical flaws you know right. aliasing and that sort of thing if you can crank uh, it up dude it's going to look so good you know, and then yeah. think about this, you know, you already know, uh, you know, another big thing about this that was frustrating in the beginning was learning the, the house, but you know the house, so you're going to right off the bat, um, it should make the stealth options a lot easier. I bet you could play through it in a quarter or probably half the time. Yeah, and, and uh, as I recall, there were, uh, there was an option for the ending. Uh, so this game may have a, an alternate ending if you make the other choice. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, it's, a, it's worth playing through for that reason alone and then talking about it on the Monday show, probably. I, I think that that sounds like an excellent plan. We've already reviewed it, so uh, this would be a, an obvious candidate for the Monday show. So uh mm -hmm. We're gonna uh, we're gonna do our best to get access to this, and I think it's pretty unanimous. Roots and I both here uh, enjoyed this game immensely, and are looking forward to uh, seeing what the PC version has to offer. All right, uh, so that's enough about known games. Let's talk about some new games. Let's talk about Panther VR. Well, what is Panther VR? You might be saying, well, Panther VR is yet another stealth adventure game it's been in production for two years from wolf dog interactive and for those of you who don't know wolf dog interactive is the developer who brought us sky world and vr dungeon night roots have you tried either one of those games uh no actually i thought about trying vr dungeon nights but sky world just didn't really i mean every time i've looked at it it just didn't really seem like something that i uh um, would it get into but uh i've heard it's good yeah vr dungeon night it's a popular one in our discord am, uh, if, am i correct with about that i believe so i don't know i know, I know that i you know we've 
this is the problem and um and it's not a problem with that game and it's not a problem with this but you know it's like they all got together two three years ago and said okay let's do a, a stealth adventure game you know or let's you know like they have all these games coming out one after another and 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 same thing with the other genre it's just like after a while you're like okay it's another one and hopefully this will be really good but at some point um it's going to become for me like puzzle games or it's going to become uh you know just played out you know yeah i totally understand what what you're saying um this the reason why we're talking about this game is because it went into a kickstarter campaign this past week um you can buy into this game for around 23 us dollars and what that's going to give you among other things is access early access on steam mm. now that said this steam early access is going to be in april of 2020 oh, so we've already got intruders we've already got rogan we're getting aspire one we're getting budget cuts two we're getting phantom covert ops all of this stuff we're going to have before then these are all stealth games so you know i think this is going to be an awesome game but are we going to be burnt out on this type of game by the time we get to it that's really the question yeah and the thing is is like i mean i was ready to go look it up and pay for it now i want to play it now um i don't want to wait till april 2020 to try the early access right is that when you get the free copy that you get for um, doing the Kickstarter? Yeah, it's too long, man. Um, I, I, maybe it's not. I mean, it's seven months, but it's just. Uh, I, I, what's the, what's the, what's the benefit for me? Like I said, I, I want to, you know, I want to do it now. I just, <laughs> I'm impatient, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get you. This game looks cool. I think it would be. Uh, a better time for it to come out now but then again who knows maybe all these games come out in the next month and by the time april rolls around we're ready for another uh, good stealth adventure um the premise here is that you are a master thief and uh you 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 do contract work these corporations and the, the elite the powerful of the world they're hiring you to uh steal things that can't be paid for and uh, that's kind of the premise here. It looks really cool. It's been in development for a long time. They've pretty much come right out and said that the Kickstarter is just a, uh, a marketing technique. They're not trying to, I mean, their goal is very small. And uh, they're just trying to market their game. They said it's coming regardless of whether or not they meet their Kickstarter goal. Uh, they're just basically trying to promote it by having a Kickstarter. Let me ask you this. What is the date that, the, or do they say like estimated date that they will release it if you don't get the Kickstarter? Is it like May, June? Like, you know, I mean, then it would be like, well, screw it. I'll just wait. You know, there's got to be some incentive, you know, give it, there's got to be time. There's got to be, you know, I mean, it's not only $23. And, and what's the final game going to cost as well? That would be something that would be good to know. Um, but uh, yeah, it does look really good, though. I will give it that. I mean, it doesn't look like it's uh, a bad game. It looks very, um, you know, involved and very detailed. So, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, but in a, a day and age that uh, there's a Kickstarter every week, a new VR game in Kickstarter, 
uh, I agree. That's a long way away. And to come right out and tell people, hey, we're going to make the game regardless of whether or not you support it. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, then again, though, it's not a big goal. It was something like 15000 16000 something like that that they're trying to pull together here. That's not a lot of money for a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, they got us talking about it. So, I mean, it's doing, it's getting people talking about it and podcasts and stuff. So it's, it's, uh, why not? You're getting support and, uh, you're getting free advertisement really. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was the purpose for, uh, for sure. So, uh, mission accomplished, right? Yeah. Smart. All right. So moving right down the list, let's talk about, uh, a little lesser known game, even than this. And it's a game that released this past week called Local Parentes. Uh, this was a game that was known at one time as Adoption, but it just released this past week on Steam uh, under the title Local Parentis. It is uh, it released as a flat game mm. uh, with VR support coming soon, right? Um Released on Friday, September 20th by Fair Game Studio for $25. Playable today on flat screen, flat screens, uh, VR coming. You are the tenant of a haunted apartment building and are confronted by the spirit of a little girl. Uh, you're trying to find out what happened to her parents as you solve puzzles and try to survive this surreal, horrific experience. Uh, Roots, uh, I said it last week, where are all the October horror games? And uh, watching the footage of this game and reading about it, this thing seems like my sort of thing. I mean, I like, I like horror games. I like all horror games, but surreal horror is chief among them. I like to feel like I'm in an, a living nightmare. And that's what this game looks like to me. And I couldn't be more excited to try it out. What say you? Yeah, it looks really good, actually. I was just looking it up on Steam and uh, to see if I could buy it, uh, you know, with the VR. And like you said, it says coming soon. I wish I had a date on it. Um, you know, again, there's no, like, really what they should have done. They should be, it should be, if it just came out, it should be 1999 to try to get people to get into it, you know, for... Uh, a little bit early um and then i'd buy it but uh i'm i'm just go i i would get it right now but i would be tempted to play it before i get into vr and that i just don't think this game would be as creepy as hell as it looks like man it looks really creepy i'd like it to looks... see a let's play of alex playing it actually that would be <laughs> i'd pay money alex for you to play this game um and uh and watch you play the full playthrough yeah, I'd like to see a let's watch of him watching the trailer even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's creepy, dude. This thing looks creepy as hell, but it looks like I can only imagine what it's going to look like in VR, and uh, um, I hope it comes soon. Yeah, I hope, I hope people support it. You know, uh, not a very well-known game, a very good-looking game. There's uh, about a dozen or so reviews on there, two or three of them negative, but... Uh, from what I can tell, it's just day one jank people are complaining about. There was one person that left a very negative review, but his whole beef was this game is obviously made for VR, and they didn't implement the 
flat controls very well yeah i'd love the, to hear that dude uh, yeah. yeah suck it flat gamers <laughs> finally you get a little bit of our jank Ooh, you know it's just maybe i think that's gonna start happening more and more right a lot of games that if they become more like this is a game that like i just said you know it could do well on a flat screen but it, it's it'll never translate the same as it would in vr because when you're in there it's creepy as hell man when it's on a flat screen dude I, you could put anything on a flat screen and i can play it you know you throw me in vr and i'm gonna play it but i'm gonna you know scream and run away and say i'm sorry and um everything i did in Res resident evil 7 so yeah it just points to what i've said many times on this program uh one of the great things about uh the vr platform as it is today i mean there's a lot of things we aspire to and we want to break through to the mainstream so we can get triple a games but the beautiful thing about the games that we're getting today uh is they're coming from people despite the fact that they know that they're not going to get rich off of it people are making these games because they're passionate about it because they love it because they know that vr is the medium that their games were meant to be realized in so uh even though there might be a lot of jank uh a lot of games might not even get finished due to lack of funding uh i really always have a a deeper appreciation for these indie titles that actually make it to release because i know that this guy's been eating beans and rice for three years just so he could make his game uh the way that he wanted to make it in vr yeah and it just looks it just looks like he nailed it I, I i can't wait to see what it looks like um you know in vr and just the presence and just to feel immersed in like you said a living nightmare um which is exactly what this looks like so plus it looks like it'd be a, i mean it's going to be a really weird story as well so who knows what the hell this thing's going to be about yeah i'm definitely going to pick it up when vr support gets added i'm not going to just pick up the flat game because too many times promises have gone unfulfilled and i'm not familiar with this developer but uh hopefully if if you're watching this at some point mr uh fair games studios developer uh the moment that you add vr support for this game i'll buy it so uh count me in this yeah. is my sort of thing or send uh virtual strangers a couple keys and we'll check it out and review it that sounds even better 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and if it's awesome if it turns out to be awesome we'll probably buy it anyway even if you do send us keys so. yeah yeah i do that a lot actually right right you want to support guys like this i mean ubisoft doesn't need our money but uh fair game studios i'm willing to bet does yeah all right uh so let's talk a little bit now about uh another indie title uh that has come a long way since it initially announced in the steam early access and uh, i'm talking of course about contagion vr outbreak you know we've detailed on this program many times about how Contagion VR is up against the clock here with new stuff coming from Arizona Sunshine, two Walking Dead games coming, After the Fall coming. Uh, time's limited for Contagion, and they seem to know this because from what I keep reading, every time they put out an update, they're making gigantic strides with this game. 
and uh, they put out another development update this past week um, as usual as has been the case pretty much since the start of the year more big strides have been made they've laid down uh, they've pretty much completed the the base uh, design of the fourth mission for this game uh, complete with drivable vehicles so you're going to be able to uh, get into some kind of a, a vehicle and drive around in it um, they also released a patch that remedies most of the bugs that were present in mission three so uh, mission three a lot more playable now apparently uh, and the biggest news out of this dev update they pulled back the curtain on the PDSVR process a little bit they said they submitted uh, they submitted their game to Sony QA back in August uh, it was of course as most games are declined but uh, unlike the Oculus Quest declines the Sony store came back with specific things that needed to be fixed uh, the contagion development crew has assured us that they have fixed every single thing that Sony pointed out to them it has been resubmitted it's currently pending Sony QA review and they are hopeful to uh, release on PSVR this month maybe mm. um, so that that's what they're uh, their hopes are they want to get get it out this month but if not they they do think that it's going to be out very soon and i think that alone roots says a lot about the quality level of this game sony won't publish no crap man right and um it's been a long time since i've went into contagion to check it out uh the first mission was splendid <laughs> when i when i played through it uh the la this last time um so what do you think is it time for us to go in there's three uh pretty polished missions according to them now it's absolutely time absolutely time because uh I, I haven't been back in since i bought it when it first came out and this is a testament to how strong first impressions can be in a game like i had such a horrible experience on day one with it after being so hyped for it, I just have had no interest to go back in it. Um, but like you said, like if it's that good, I want to try it. And especially before Walking Dead, because like my my Nostradamus Junior Junior prediction for this game, once the Walking Dead or Walking Deads um, after the fall and everything drops, um, this is going to be a really cheap game, you know, because... Those games probably won't be. They'll be at least $24, $29.99. Maybe this one drops to $9.99 or $15. Um, but you're going to have probably AAA level, at least with one of those Walking Deads. And it's nothing against this dev. Um, it looks really good, but I just think it's another example of a little too late. You know, they're they're so close to that window with, with the Walking Dead that... Um, you know they really do need to get this out like asap and 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 get as much as they can before uh it you know it's just it kind of sucks because I, I you know like we've said on this channel we we both have a, a we both really love the developers you know like they they create everything that we play 
Um, so I, I want to see every developer do well. So, yeah, I'm I'm very interested now to see what this this game is like. Um, it's a testament to how much work they put into this. The fact that now you go on Steam and the reviews are mixed. You know, it got so many bad reviews initially. Uh, it didn't seem like they were ever going to be able to make any kind of change to that negative uh, uh, title that, that's given at the top of the Steam page. But they have. They've gotten a lot of positive reviews, especially over the last six months. And, um, and now it says mixed. And um, uh, for what it's worth, I always thought that this game had the potential to eventually be better than Arizona Sunshine. And if it's got three uh, missions that are the quality of the first one that I played, uh, then it's very much on track. And it's impressive considering that less than a year ago they lost their lead programmer. And uh, I thought that when Victor Burgos left, it was the death knell for this group at Monochrome. But apparently just the opposite. When that guy left, that's when they got started. And uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully uh, this game is half as good as they're making it out to be. And if that's the case, then uh, they deserve a lot of credit. But uh, on the short list, I've already said it, uh, that I'm going to be spending all of October playing these types of games. This one definitely high up on my list, so yeah yeah definitely uh definitely something i want to go back into for sure now do you think it will um i know the first mission um or at least when i played it um actually had somewhat of a story you started in the apartment your girlfriend all that stuff did the missions continue i mean it sounds like they're kind of separate at least from the descriptions but maybe you know they're it's still along the storyline do you know if the story continues or i'm assuming it has to but i don't know i i don't know for certain, I agree with what you're saying here. When you read about them, they seem like they may be standalone episodes of a larger story. You know what I mean? Different perspectives, different people uh, in the same area experiencing the same things. Mm. That's the way it reads. Now, I mentioned this to Alex two or three months ago, and he said, no, this is a, this is a solid storyline. Hmm. mission the mission so uh if that's true uh then it's it, it's different than i thought it was so yeah i'd be interested to check out we will know soon enough right yeah all right so uh moving on we're getting toward the bottom of the list here a couple more items i want to touch on before we go um one more uh psvr announcement that I want to talk a little bit about and uh, it's a game we've talked about before and that's Carly and the Reaper Man. Um, this is a uh, it's a couch co-op game initially it was a couch co-op game one player in VR one player on the couch the VR it's a it's a platformer game where the VR player sets the platforms for the uh, the couch player who's playing on the television to move along on and um, very colorful very interesting story behind this game taking place in the underworld very creative 
not as popular as I thought it was going to be. Uh, when I thought when when Odd Raven Studios released this game, I thought it looked like a winner. It looked like a popular game, but it didn't do too well. And upon further thought about this, I thought you know this looks more like something that would do well on a console uh, because that's how they play, right? This is this is something made for PSVR. Well, you see it right there. What the news of the week is? Uh, just a couple weeks from now. Carly and the Reaper Man coming to PlayStation VR, complete with a single-player mode. So if you don't have a friend on the couch, doesn't matter. You can play both characters by yourself. Uh, Roots, you have this game, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. what, what uh, I was just going to say, what do you think about it? Is it a, is it a good game? Is it a, as solid a fit for PlayStation VR as I feel like it is? I think it is, you know, I, I've played it and I've watched my daughters, you know, they're um, 18 and 17. I've watched them play it together. I actually watched my nephews, um, nine, play it with my uh, um, daughter that's 17 and um, and then watching them bicker and not do well. And then watching my daughters like night and day work so well together. And it was just it's just fun. It, it's fun to watch people play it. And, it, you know, consoles are more notorious for people sitting around and and playing together versus yeah, I guess you do see it on PC, but not as much. So I, I do agree. This seems to be more of a fit for PlayStation to begin with. And I hope that uh, Odd Raven Studios does um, really well with it because uh, it is a fun game. And just the concept of um, having somebody in VR uh, helping. And I was telling you, it's a perfect fit for your family. You know, you got your, your older kid that's in VR, allowed to be in VR. And um, the, what does the older sibling usually do? They usually help the younger sibling along. So you got the older helper in there and uh, and the other ones out there on the console. I could just see your kids having a, a, a heyday with this game. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. Very colorful. It's a beautiful looking game. Uh, the the multiplayer is it only local or, or is there online multiplayer as well I, I think it's local only and i think that's kind of where the problem comes into and that kind of sucks because same thing with akron and you know at some point people are are different than it used to be people don't hang out as much together so you know you get a game like this and it's like okay yeah i want you know even anthony from uh vr uh 365 you know back in the day when this came out he was talking about how he wanted to play this game and he couldn't bribe his kids to have play with him and they didn't have the single pl player mode so he didn't get to check it out um and so you run into that with a lot of people and i, I feel like developers kind of shoot themselves in the foot uh maybe if this game had a single mode right off the bat um, it does a little bit better, uh, maybe not, but uh, I definitely think it's a good option, and um, and I think you nailed it. You know, give us the option to have somebody join in. Maybe I want to run with somebody random, and I want to be the guy inside or outside. I want to be the little girl, or I want to be the ghost dude. You know, um, granted, it takes servers and that costs money, but again, um, you know, what is your goal? Is it uh, is it to sell copies long term? Because uh, I think if you had that added, um, it would do well. I think uh, I think you're right, but I do think that it is going to do much better on PlayStation VR than it did on PC VR. This is a, a family game. Mm -hmm. This is something for you to play with your wife, with your kids, with your girlfriend. Those people 
who may not like to play in VR all that much, but enjoy these cartoony platformer type games. This is a way for you to play VR inside your headset, but not be secluded from, uh, from the people who are you're around. And uh, I think that this use case occurs much more frequently on consoles than it does on PC. And therefore, I think that this is a no-brainer of a move for uh, for this developer. And uh, uh, I wish them all the best. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm right, and hopefully they have a lot of success uh, because obviously they put a lot of work into this thing. Is this something you'll pick up for your kids? Uh, it depends. It depends on, uh, you know, you, you know how it is. It depends on how much it costs and uh, if it reviews well and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I very much could uh, see it, uh, see us playing this sort of game. This is, They like platformers, so uh, uh, I think it's a good fit, definitely. Even with your wife, I bet you and her could, like, on date night or something, um, you could have a lot of fun uh, just playing together, a lot of laughs. That's the fun thing is, like, as you're running and you're trying to, to – some of these things are, are timed, and um, – and so you just end up screwing somebody over and they jump and, and you just say, I don't know if you, if you have a sense of humor, you laugh. If you're one of those people that's serious about everything and you want to win everything and finish everything, you might get irritated, but uh, I think it's a good game. It's well, well-made and um, just the way that you play together. I love it. Definitely a, a big time opportunity to be Lucy with the football as Charlie Brown runs in to kick it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. Oh, okay, so that brings us to the last item on our list this week. And, uh, wow, what a week it was, right? Yeah. Uh, this next one, not a game so much as an experience, but a really cool-looking experience. And I'm talking about Cartoon Network Journeys VR. Uh, so what this is, this is a collection of three original VR shorts. Um, now, what really sticks out to me about this announcement is you will be escorted through this multiverse by Gormlorn, a traveling wizard voiced by Reggie Watts. Roots, are you familiar with Reggie Watts? Uh, it's, the name sounds familiar, but as I get older, I, I distance myself with that kind of stuff. But uh, tell me, who who's Reggie Watts? This guy is a fucking trip. He's awesome, dude. He makes music. He's also a comedian. He, he's, uh, but mostly he's a magician, a, 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 mu, a musician. Uh, but all of his music that he makes... He makes with his mouth and a sampler. So he'll start laying down a beat with his mouth and record it with the sampler and it'll play on a loop. Then he'll add in another layer with his mouth and he keeps adding layers into the loop until he has these full on intricate, amazing songs. Mm. And uh, this guy's a trip, man. He really is. Uh, he's hilarious. He has a hilarious sense of humor and uh, uh anybody out there who don't know who reggie watts is just put his name in youtube and watch a few videos and uh you're gonna see uh why 
I'm anticipating this title so much. This guy is awesome. Everything he does is is awesome, and uh, I expect that this will be no different. Um, these stories are said to be heavily inspired by Reggie Watts, and will deliver the sort of mind-bending trip only VR can legally provide in most jurisdictions. So this is going to be trippy. It's going to be weird. It's going to be surreal, like we were talking about with the horror game a moment ago, where that seemed like a living nightmare. This is going to be like a living dream and uh, free to play. Wow. So uh, I'm already into this sort of storytelling anyway. Uh, this seems like it may be one of the better ones that we've ever experienced roots. What did you think about this when you saw it? That looks amazing. It just looks so bizarre. That it looks very colorful. Um, you know, I'm sure, like you said, the story and everything about it will be uh, be intel uh, intelligently funny. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to see this. You know, I, I always think back to Police Academy and that uh, that dude would make all those noises, you know, with uh, his mouth. And that was so cool back in the day. So I would imagine somebody that does it with technology these days um, would be good. And I, I'm kind of curious to see if, if he's going to, well, I, I'd be surprised if he didn't, but um, how much of his music will be incorporated into uh into this experience i would imagine he's gonna have something in there i would want to if i was narrating it wouldn't you oh yeah a hundred percent i'd be shocked if there wasn't at least one of his songs in here obviously he's very heavily involved in this project and uh yeah when i see cartoon network which i'm a fan of a lot of the shows that have come out over the last two decades from cartoon network uh when i see cartoon network and I see Reggie Watts, I'm already sold. And yeah, then when they say it. free, oh, come on, man. Uh, I'm there. I'm totally there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it, I, I like these kind of experiences. You know, obviously, I live in Colorado, so there's a lot of reasons. But it just looks trippy. It's It looks cool. And um, and what you said, uh, uh, I think it'll be, uh, you know, funny if it's from a comedian, you know, probably along the lines of... Um, trover type of humor or in a different way maybe even yeah it's going to be an experience either way uh cool on so many levels uh in my opinion just further evidence of what we constantly rail on on this channel it's just more evidence of vr breaking through into the mainstream here we have cartoon network we have a popular figure like uh reggie watts both doing something in vr why for profit no it's free they're doing it because it's awesome and i think that's awesome yeah but wait i just remembered you can't play this it's free <laughs> well i might make an exception for this one. Oh yeah it does look cool i would yeah it looks awesome it really does all right so now we come to the time in the show where we preview the week ahead what else can you expect from virtual strangers this week well tomorrow episode six of the monday show and uh every episode of the monday show has been awesome so far this one going to be no different uh we're going to talk about groundhog's day like father like son uh this is a title that uh came from uh sony pictures and released just this past week a legitimate sequel to the groundhog's day movie starring bill murray way back when uh, so Roots and I are going to 
both be giving our first impressions of this story-driven puzzler. That's going to cap off our show tomorrow. Then we're going to follow that up, as I mentioned earlier, with uh, our impressions of the Blood and Truth DLC. Well, at least my impressions of it. Roots may just go in and, and tackle some more of the uh, story campaign. Either way, we're going to be talking about Blood and Truth tomorrow. We're going to be talking about Groundhog's Day tomorrow. And then uh, our discussion topic, something we're going to have a little bit of fun with. Uh, obviously, we, we started the show off today with a little bit of speculation about what we might hear coming out of this week with Oculus Connect 6, Sony's State of Play. Uh, th there's lots of games we know about, rumors that we've heard. But we're going to have a little bit of a hypothetical conversation. Uh, and the topic is going to be, what games would you most like to hear announced? Now, this, this could be a sequel to a game we've already got in VR. This could be a port of a flat game, uh, present day or past. Just, it's totally up to you. It's up to Roots. It's up to me. Which games, if we could, if we had a magic wand we could wave and uh, and magically have any game announced, what would these games be? And that's going to be the topic of our discussion tomorrow on the Monday show. And that leaves us with our reviews. And uh, we've been on uh, PCVR for a good solid month, maybe six weeks now. All PCVR titles. Uh, I think it's time that we get back. Roots agrees with me. It's time for us to dust off the PSVR and play some of the better titles uh, that have been waiting there for us as we... Uh, have this love affair with the Oculus Rift S. Uh, so Roots and I both picked PSVR titles this week. Roots, what did you pick? Uh, my pick for the week was uh, Rush of Blood. And uh, um, the biggest reason is I, I haven't finished it, and it's so good. And um, I want something like you were saying. I want something that, uh, um, as Halloween gets up, is a little creepy, but I want to um, I want to ride a roller coaster, so... I get both. Yeah, uh, the, the roller coaster segments in this game are actually very solid. I mean, it's not constant roller coaster action, but when it does break out into a, a coaster segment, it's some of the best in VR. And uh, it's still, to this day, one of the best uh, uh, rail-based shooters in VR. I struggle to think of one better, even today. Uh, and PCVR included. This is a great title. Uh, perfect tracking. As long as your camera's set up correctly. Tracking one-to-one. -one, uh, one of the better examples of inverse kinematics. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about all this and more later this week as Roots reviews Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Now, my game is a game that I've been in on and off for the last two or three months. And that game is Immortal Legacy. Uh, I've nearly made it to the end of this game. Every time I played, it gets better. And it was good to start with. And um, really, the reason I'm picking it, well, the reasons are twofold. First of all, I want to finish it. I'm getting close to the end. Uh, it, it's Like I said, it's better every time I play it. It's a very good game. I want to finish it. So that's my main motivation. 
it's time. It's time to, to knock this one off. Second reason I'm picking it is because Roots just picked it up. I know he's got it now. I know if I pick it for a review, he's going to get in it and play it and see what I've been talking about. Uh, so those are my main motivations. Uh, but mainly, it's an awesome game. I want to play it. Uh, tune in later this week to hear not only what I think about it, but what Roots thinks about it as well. And thus, we'll conclude another awesome week of content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. So, what did you think? Did you like the video? If you did, click that thumbs up there. And for those of you who are new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and click that bell to stay up to date with all of our nearly daily content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. So, that's it folks. We want to thank you for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Bye-bye. Oh, easy.